Welcome back to Living Better in San Diego. I'm Vicki Pepper. Currently, more than 6.5 million Americans are living with Alzheimer's disease, and over 11 million are serving as their caregivers. In California, there are nearly 700,000 people living with Alzheimer's, 60,000 of them in the San Diego region, with 160,000 family and friends providing care in the San Diego region. Data recently shared at the Alzheimer's Association International Conference 2023 showed that Imperial County actually has one of the highest prevalence rates in the United States, 15% of people over the age of 65, while California has the highest number of people with Alzheimer's dementia. On the line to tell us more is Ron Lewis, a volunteer with the Alzheimer's Association San Diego and board member for the Imperial Chapter. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me, Vicki. Ron, start by telling us what is Alzheimer's disease and why is it so cruel? Yeah, so Alzheimer's disease is a, is a malady of the brain where you're starting to form protein deposits and that alters the nerve neuron firings within the brain that affects memory our ability to perform certain tasks, things that would be normally routine for an average person. They become more of a challenge for individuals, usually um, senior or aging population. Uh, they forget what time of day that it is, simple task of washing our face, brushing our teeth, combing our hair, or just remembering names of individuals that we see every day in our household. What are some of the signs and symptoms of Alzheimer's disease? Some of the most prevalent signs and symptoms that you are, the 10 warning signs, you, you're going to see your, your loved one dealing with memory loss that impacts their daily life, okay? If they're suffering from being forgetful and it gets to the point where they are not able to function, that is something that is of concern and sh- you should be aware of. If you notice that they're having problems with problem solving or simple planning, things that were more routine to them in the past, now you see that they're beginning to struggle with those decision-making processes. And they have a difficulty in completing what we would recognize as familiar activities, as I mentioned earlier. Earlier, you know, the simple things of combing our hair, brushing our teeth, getting dressed and not remembering how to, to button their shirt um, when they just don't have any really dexterity issues, but just the, the actual act of doing it, remembering how to do it. Confusion with time and place, location, where they are. They may ask you uh, what time it is repeatedly or ask you, where are we going when you just had that conversation about, you know, where you're headed and what time it is. They'll ask you that question repeatedly over the next few minutes because they're just unable to retain that information. Or if you notice that they're they're having trouble identifying the right words in normal speech, they have some difficulties with that. And then, of course, the misplacing of items, again, and retracing their steps, their ability to find where those items were if they've identified that they've misplaced them. So you're going to see them have challenges in uh, locating those items, which can lead to more a difficult problem, um, poor decision making, and particularly when it comes to finances, uh, the inability to, one, balance their checkbook, two, giving out money or talking on the telephone and giving out their personal information that they normally shouldn't be passing out. So their ability to discern what is the right decision to make may be compromised. And then you have those that are dealing with mood and personality swings. As the disease begins to progress, you start to see a little bit more agitation and their ability to manage uh, their personality swings and uh, their general overall general mood. And then you may see a withdrawal from social and you know work activities, things that, again, were very comfortable to them 
and they felt as though they can do this on a routine basis. You start to see them withdraw from some of those activities just because, one, they may not be able to follow the conversations that are happening around them, and two, they just get frustrated when they're unable to, to figure out what's going on. And tell us about the most recent scientific breakthrough shared at Alzheimer's Association's international conference. Yeah, so this is a, a really exciting time in Alzheimer's disease and dementia uh, research. Uh, at the most recent conference over in Amsterdam, uh, a lot of researchers from around the world were talking about the recent developments in clinical trials, uh, some pharmaceutical companies that are doing drug development, they've identified you know, drugs that have shown positive results in really treating and impacting the underlying biological aspects of disease progression. So they are getting to the, the root cause of what causes dementia and Alzheimer's and degradation of the brain. So they are really hitting the edge of you know, science and technology and, and bringing to bear, you know, years of research and finding what causes the brain to uh, turn south, I guess, is the best way to put it. And, you know, you start seeing these uh, formations of protein deposits on the brain. They're able to find drugs and medicines that are able to stop that progression of the formation of these proteins and deposits on the brain. And they're seeing a pronounced effect on patients, and particularly with patients in the early stages of Alzheimer's or dementia. You have an event happening this week. Can you tell us about that? Yes. The Alzheimer's Association of San Diego uh, and Imperial County Chapters will be hosting a research update in which we'll highlight some of the key findings and reports that were presented at that international meeting. The event will be on August 24th from 6 to 8 p.m. It's a free event at the Handerly Hotel in Mission Valley. Uh, it's a great opportunity to hear some, about some of the cutting-edge research that is taking place internationally. And we'll also hear from, from local researchers, um, those that are working at USC at the Alzheimer's uh, Research and Clinical Trial Institute, as well as UCSD and some local biotech company. So it'd be a great opportunity to come out, learn a little bit about what's going on um, in Alzheimer's care and uh, clinical trials. There'll be uh, local vendors and support networks that'll be present and they'll be able to talk about care and support opportunities for families and those that are living with Alzheimer's. And you'll also be able to learn a little bit more about uh, the support groups that the Alzheimer's Association does provide here in San Diego County and Imperial County. Tell us about the Walk to End Alzheimer's. Uh, so the Walk to End Alzheimer's is probably the, the nation's leading fundraiser for providing funds for research and care and support for patients and family members who are dealing with um, Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia. So it happens in well over 600 communities around the country. We do host uh, walks and Alzheimer's here in San Diego. We have two walks, uh, one in North County, San Diego at Kit Carson Park in Escondido, which will take place September 23rd at Kit Carson, and then one on October 7th at NTC Liberty Station in San Diego. And with these walks, you know, we gather uh, family, friends, those living with Alzheimer's, and we, we uh, meet and we kind of provide a, a supportive environment 
all while we're raising funds and awareness for Alzheimer's and uh, dementia care. With each of these walks, we, we generally see about uh, 1,000 participants participating in the North County Walk at Escondido and roughly 2,500 or so participants at the San Diego Walk at NTC. Give us an overview of what the Alzheimer's Association does. Locally, the Alzheimer's Association will provide support, care, education, and raise awareness for the disease and raising funds for clinical research. As a whole, the organization is the third largest supporter of private research in Alzheimer's and dementia R&D internationally. San Diego and locally, we get about $13 $13 million injected back into the San Diego community that's supporting clinical research. So that's quite a bit of funding that comes back. Uh, all that is donated to the National Association. And that, again, I mentioned earlier that the, the research that happens at USC, UCSD, and some of the local biotechs, they're receiving grants from the Alzheimer's Association to support those clinical trials and the advancement of drug development to treat and um, hopefully eradicate this awful disease. And then from a more hands-on approach, uh, you'll find that the community educators go out into the local communities. They're working with the local advocacy groups to educate those in the community about the disease, about the warning signs provide the resources for them to be able to support their family members and extended family members that are serving as caregivers. And of those people that are are dealing with Alzheimer's, about 11 million nationally, 11 million people nationally are serving as unpaid caregivers for those that are suffering from Alzheimer's or some form of dementia. And so those caregivers need some sort of support. And the Alzheimer's Association is able to provide you know, resources that help those caregivers, point them to the right resources within the community that can offer respite for those individuals uh, to come in and take care of those loved ones while the caregiver can go out and relax and kind of rejuvenate and recharge themselves because being a caregiver 100% of the time is taxing and, and draining on that that individual. And so they need an outlet. So association can point you in the right direction to find those resources to support those that are serving as caregivers. And then if we go out into the community, to the workplaces and help those that are in the work establishment, help them understand what their employees are going through as caregivers or help them identify those uh, employees who may be suffering from some form of dementia or early onset memory losses or something like that, give them the resources to help identify some of those issues or warning signs, and then maybe provide resources to help them as an employer and how to how to deal with what they're dealing with at home. And I think the, the, the biggest thing is to raise awareness by being public advocates. So working with our legislators, working with the state and federal government to help increase the amount of funding that's put into or supported by the government for research, whether it be a, a private or public funding. But they're raising awareness, encouraging and educating those on the Hill that when they make policy changes, that they're pointing dollars in the right direction and allowing access for patients to 
newly approved medications that make sure that Medicaid, Medicare are actually able to fund the expense for those drugs for those patients. So the Alzheimer's Association plays a key role and reaching out to uh, government officials and helping educate and make them aware of uh, the impact that those dollars are having in research and within the community and, and patients' lives and in terms of what those spending dollars are going towards. Tell us about the work the Alzheimer's Association San Diego Imperial Chapter is doing. Locally, we uh, reach out to local senior groups. We share information about care and support, provide you know, information to families that are struggling with uh, family members who have uh, dementia. We provide awareness presentations so that uh, we can go into companies, provide lunch and learns, and provide information or support network or opportunities for employees that are a company who are dealing with caregivers, essentially being caregivers. And we then uh, also do our community outreach with, we'll go into partner with say some of the nursing associations or doctors associations that are working in the the local communities, going to the libraries, going to the youth centers like the YMCAs and provide uh, educational classes and give people who are serving as caregivers the resources that they need to bring back into the home, help them with their day-to-day and give, I guess, the necessary education that we need as caregivers and uh, those that are, are living with Alzheimer's or some form of dementia to help them live a better life. How can people get involved with the Alzheimer's Association? Uh, that's a great question. So to get involved, you could easily go to our website, alz.org slash San Diego, all one word. And there you'll be able to find information as to what volunteer opportunities are available. You could volunteer as a community educator. Well, you'll be trained by the Alzheimer's staff to go out into the community and provide educational resources, talk about the 10 warning signs, talk about the scientific impact. You could work as an advocate, a patient advocate, where you would then be going up to Sacramento or to Washington, D.C. to talk to legislators to talk about, you know, the additional funding that's needed to support research and care and support programs that are being put on around the country. Uh, You could come in and work in the office as on the whole, or you could participate on one of the walk teams and working with uh, local companies, going in and doing lunch and learns and providing uh, additional support for the office to be able to be an educator for uh, those that are out in the community. So there's ample opportunity. It's very easy to do. Again, just go to our website, alv.org slash San Diego to find out uh, what available uh, volunteer opportunities there are in the community. I've been speaking with Ron Lewis, a volunteer with the Alzheimer's Association San Diego. Anything else you want us to know? I I think uh, what we do want you to know is that the Alzheimer's Association is here for you. It is a powerful group to provide information and support for those that are dealing with Alzheimer's or not knowing where to go to find out information about how to uh, deal with Alzheimer's. If you have a loved one who is suffering from uh, some form of dementia or advanced Alzheimer's disease, you can go to the Alzheimer's Association to find out that basic information, find out what resources are available within your community to help you and help you navigate this journey. We have the 24-7 hotline that's available to everyone that has seven different languages, actually 200 different languages to share information. So it's 1-800-272-3900. That 
helplines is manned by licensed clinicians that will provide plenty of information for you to get you started in your local area to, to identify resources that are going to help you on this journey. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. And thank you for making a difference in our community. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you, Vicki.